This is the Whole Mind Podcast. We are three therapists who love Jesus and want to encourage and educate you about the mind. We are Grace, Wendy, and Candace. Hey guys, welcome back. We're so excited to be here. Um, It is raining, I'm sure you can hear that. Um, Fortunately, we cannot control the weather. It would be nice, but I had a few chats with God about that, but (laughs) we're moving on. Today we are talking about boundaries and we're so excited to step into this and share some of our thoughts, our experiences with that. Um, It's really relatable if you're a human being in this world, you have run into things where you needed boundaries or you're working on boundaries. Um, So we're going to step into that, um, talk about what are boundaries. Boundaries are what and who you let into your life because you get to say, what you let into your life and who you let into your life and I know there are some times where that's really hard and sometimes where it feels like you don't have control over that but there are other times where you really get to say what and who you let into your life. A little experience or story from my life. Um, Back when I was in college and working a few jobs and involved with the junior high ministry here at church Um, and I just started dating my now husband, I was in yes mode. I said yes to everything. Mm. And (laughs) I said yes to everything. And then my boyfriend, my relationship took a back burner. I wouldn't say yes to that as much because, um, kind of had this belief that boyfriend was not as important as everything else in life. Mm. Um, that it would be bad to invest in a boyfriend. So anyway, Um, that's one thing my husband, my now husband taught me a lot is just to say no and to invest in the important things and, and the long-term things, not just the here and now things, even though it was really good. Everything I was involved in was a really good thing. It was, it was, they were all healthy things in and of themselves, but yeah, too much. Yeah. That's a great lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It really makes it tangible and personal of like why you need to say no yeah. to things or take a step back and prioritize other things. Yeah. Exactly. If yeah. we don't say no to things, then there's no sp- space for the actual important things in mm-hmm. our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I like how that personal example because it shows that as human beings, we're not unlimited resources mm-hmm. and we have to assess how much we're willing to take. But more importantly, I think how much we're able to take. Yes. Um, it's not, because a lot of times I think I run into this, I can do that. I can go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to come out in good ways. I'm not always going to be fully present. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be like the best grace that I can be if I'm always saying yes mm-hmm. to things. So yeah, you really have to assess how much you're willing, but more importantly, how much you're able to take on mm-hmm. um, and what you're able to give. Yeah. So I'm one who, I hate this term, but I usually play devil's advocate. And I hate that term, and I don't know what a better term is for that, because I don't want to advocate for the devil. But um, on the flip side of that, I do see a lot that, like when I had just graduated, I was working numerous different jobs, and different um, counseling opportunities came up, Mm. and I found that I just had to say yes. I had to take them on, because to gain experience. And yeah. Looking back, I think I took on more than maybe I... I don't know if I want to say should have, but it was also so good to get that experience right off the bat and to work to build up my clientele and mm. and just work. So 
I don't know where that would fall in with boundaries, but I think that is a time that there are times in your life where you do need to say yes Mm -hmm. to more things than maybe you want to because it is necessary for the long run. Yeah. So there's a fine balance there. Yeah. Yeah. So for our doers in the world, you need to learn how to rest. And for our resters in the world, you need to learn how to get involved and engaged in the world. So I like that word that you said is like all about the balance. Because I think there are seasons where it's like seasons, yeah. Really hard for us to say no. And it's not actually good for us to say no to everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think for all my doers in the world, hopefully you take that with a huge yes. grain of salt because yes. you need to learn how to rest. <laughs> and I think I wanted to find that balance of mm. boundaries don't mean that you say no to everything. Mm-hmm. Boundaries mean you check it where you're at, what your goals are, and what you need to say yes to and what you need to say no to yeah. mm-hmm. to yeah. accomplish those goals. So there was a season in my life where my goal was to really work to become a good counselor, and that meant taking on a lot and I didn't have as many other things in that the rest of my life Mm -hmm. I didn't have kids right I didn't have you know we had a very small house so I didn't have as much responsibility at home I had more time to I was involved in other ministries at church so I had more time to pour out into my counseling Mm -hmm. into my work yeah now that I have kids and a house and some more responsibilities outside of my work I do need to be saying no. So it's for a season. Well, and you're also more of an established therapist now. Right. Than when you were new and trying to gain all that experience. Right. Yeah. So that was more of a priority for that season for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, you know, you crash when you got home and you did it again the next day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But for a season. Season. (laughs) Season. Not forever. There is a line. There is a line there to where... I could have taken it too far and been working all day every day and just burn out within a year. Mm. And that's not okay. No, <laughs> you know? no. That's not okay. But um, Things yeah. tank if you do that. Yeah. Yeah. There are lots of myths that people believe about boundaries. You do. You probably have believed some of these myths, myths at some point. The first one, there's probably more than I'm going to mention here. And right. there's no real mm-hmm. order to them. But yeah. Mm-hmm. The first one would be setting boundaries will make me a mean, selfish person. Mm. I believed that. I think, first of all, being born and raised in Lancaster County, (laughs) (laughs) being a Christian born and raised in Lancaster County, I believed that. I believed that um, it was never said to me. It was never a, you know, growing up, my parents weren't like, you better say yes to everything or you're going to be mean and selfish. You know, no, it wasn't Mm -hmm. that. But, um... It was just this underlying belief that if I said no just because I didn't want to or because it wasn't a good time for me to, I could say no if I had other plans. You know, if somebody asked me, right, Mm -hmm. if someone asked me to help out at church and I was already helping out at church during that time, I could say no. (laughs) But I couldn't otherwise. So that's myth number one. Number two, setting boundaries will make everyone stop loving and accepting me. Oof. That's a heavy one. Yeah. Because your relational love and acceptance should not be based on what you do and mm. your performance. Oh, so good. And if it is, if you are afraid that people will stop loving you and accepting you if you set boundaries, that does show that, I think it shows that your relationship is based on your performance then. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of conditioning people to treat you a certain way. and mm-hmm. Yeah. The third one. Love and peace in relationships requires that we set no boundaries. Oh. (laughs) I'm going to read that again. 
Love and peace in relationships require that we set no boundaries. And you guys want to add to that? Well, I wanted to add to that because I think for the peacemakers, it's a little bit more of like your bent, your your personality. You like that's my personality type, um, and I can easily find myself believing that at times in my life, and it's not actually true because externally. Your, the peace might be there, or people, everyone's getting along, so there might be love, because you're doing things, you're helping out, you're not saying no. Internally, there is no peace. You have no peace for yourself, you're, you're just really, like, overwhelmed, and you're thinking about several different things, um, and a lot of that can breed resentment internally, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's just quite a myth. Mm-hmm. And that borderlines on codependency too. That yeah. mm-hmm. that idea that I will sacrifice myself and my well being to make sure everyone else is okay. Whew. And that fits yeah. right into here. Um the fourth one, the fourth myth, I cannot set a boundary without causing an argument. Hmm. <laughs> this belief is a myth. <laughs> this overarching belief lie that I cannot set an, a boundary without causing an argument. This may be real in your life. To some extent or quite a bit, it may be real because the people around you might not understand boundaries. So mm-hmm. it might cause an argument. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to lie. Like it could. Right. But that that belief that I cannot ever because it will always. Yeah. Is a myth. Right. Mm-hmm. The next one, number five. If I assert my needs all the time, no one else will get their needs met. Ooh. Wow, that is so. That statement though is so out of balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I assert my needs all the time, then no one else will ever get their needs met. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's not quite what boundaries is after. It's about right. balance and maintaining like well-being in your life. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about this more later in the podcast. But you're not building the Great Wall of China around yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're building a fence, a picket fence, yeah. where you can meet other people's needs. Other people can get their needs met by you, but you can also tend to your own needs and ask other people to meet your needs as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The last one, if I set boundaries, I can no longer be a giving, generous person. Ah, that's so (laughs) untrue. There's so much of me that wants to say, you're right. If you set boundaries, there is no way you can ever be a giving, (laughs) generous person. (laughs) Yeah. Just like play into that sarcasm. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Candace, talk to me more about that one. Yeah, I mean, when you set boundaries, you almost allow yourself to be an even more giving and generous Mm -hmm. person. Like, you won't be pouring out of an empty cup. Like, you will be a whole person, so you will be able to give to those around you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, big myth. I think there can be so many myths. And like, you have to think about it for yourself in your life. What was taught to you, whether that was spoken or unspoken. Mm -hmm cultural expectations like family expectations there can be so many myths and like all of our collective experiences you know don't even just focus on all the myths that can be out there so Mm -hmm. really think about it for yourself too what are some of the just expectations you felt in your life that you can step out of and you can process and Mm -hmm. hopefully break out of that yeah 
Yeah, so we wanted to talk about why boundaries are important. So I'll let Candace start with that, and then we'll we'll go to Wendy. Yeah, I mean, boundaries are so, so important. There's a lot more reasons than what we're going to specifically say here. But to start, boundaries are a big deal to, in, order, in order to avoid responsibility imbalance. Um, so I guess even thinking as counselors if we put it all on ourselves to fix our clients and to make everything all better like that's a huge responsibility imbalance like we give homework so that they can work on their own healing we ask questions so that they can share what all Mm -hmm. is going on so that we can help them through it but we don't take on the responsibility to like basically be god like i am not god i do not want to be god so (laughs) no 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 (laughs) i'm not interested in that job um so yeah Boundaries are so important in order to avoid response to avoid responsibility imbalance, mm-hmm. um, and it's also super important to reduce feelings of resentment. Right. So if you lose yourself in trying to keep someone else happy, you will eventually kind of start to hate them because mm-hmm. you'll have these mm-hmm. thoughts of they are taking so much from me, they are requiring so much, while in reality that was never actually your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's. Yeah. There's a lot to that. Um, What would you like to add, Wendy? Thanks, Candice. The third one I'd like to add is boundaries are important to avoid burnout. Mm -hmm. Burnout is so prevalent in many different professions and settings, Um, especially right now with COVID and (laughs) the healthcare Mm. system. Nurses, doctors, um, medics, EMTs. CNAs. Yeah, it goes on, even in the mental health From the top to the bottom. Yeah, definitely. Like, there is a lot of burnout. Sometimes you do need to set boundaries, even when you're not allowed to. Mm. (laughs) And say, no, I cannot take that shift. You need to find someone else. You need to hire someone else. Otherwise, you will meet burnout faster than you thought. Um, Yes. And when you get to burnout, (laughs) I don't want to say the only cure for burnout is quitting and shutting down, but sometimes it is. Yeah, and that yeah. is a big part. So looking at what can I say no to now to maintain the longevity of my profession or my relationships, my personal well-being. Mm-hmm. Because if you just go all in 24-7 now, your longevity is not, you're going to have much less time in whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So if you uh, pace yourself now, it's kind of like a marathon runner. Yeah. Pace yourself true. now. Learn how to say no to the sprints and when to say yes to the sprints. You know, yeah. sometimes you do need to say yes, but learn how to say no um, to avoid burnout. Right. The fourth one is reducing conflicts. The conflict often comes from the person who's boundary-less. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Whether someone else is setting boundaries with you and you don't recognize it or respect it because you don't have boundaries, the conflict's going to come from that from whoever doesn't have boundaries Mm -hmm. if you are setting boundaries with someone the conflict will come from if the other person doesn't have boundaries it'll come from them in relationships as everyone begins having boundaries setting boundaries relationships will be healthier conflict will be less Mm -hmm. go away completely but i do believe it would be less the last reason boundaries are important is to maintain difficult relationships Similar to the last one, but on the flip side. So um, 
we all have difficult relationships in our lives. We all have people that we need to be around that mm-hmm. are difficult, whether it's family member, friends. I think where I run into this the most personally and what I hear from people professionally is family members a yeah. lot of mm-hmm. times. And so something I was even just talking about with my husband the other day was like, you know, there's this, there's some family members that it's like, you know what, one or two hours we mm-hmm. spend with them and then we, we have to leave, mm-hmm. but we're spending time with them. We're not cutting them out of our lives, mm-hmm. but we know our, our boundary line. That's about as much as we can handle with that. that mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that boundary line that allows you to maintain that relationship mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. without it, you probably wouldn't be able to spend any time with them or it would be like a super toxic time that you'd spend with them. Toxic's a really good word. Mm -hmm. Things can get out of hand if you're just allowing everything into your life with family sometimes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's Mm -hmm. good to have those boundaries. Yeah. So Candice, what kind of boundaries have you seen that we need to have? There are lots and lots of different types of boundaries. Um, So there's physical boundaries so that would be along the lines of who you are and are not okay with touching you in any Mm -hmm. sort of way there would be emotional boundaries which we should probably expound upon in a minute Mm -hmm. um there are sexual boundaries so obviously that would be within um a dating relationship engaged relationship even in marriage like what you are and are not okay with sexually that's a huge Mm -hmm. deal um there's relational boundaries so that would be like intellectual boundaries or like material boundaries um, and there would be technical, social media, news boundaries, basically like all of the stuff that we take in from just like the world around us. Mm. TikTok is huge. We have Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> all this crazy stuff. Um, and all a lot of news. times, all the news, yeah. And it can be so toxic just to like take in all the sad things, all the bad news. Um, yeah, it can be so bad for us. So that's a brief overview, but let's jump back up to emotional boundaries and kind of dig more mm-hmm. into that. Yeah. Do you ladies want to add anything? Yeah, I would just say that like when I'm uncomfortable with something or something has made me a little more like hurt or sensitive or it, it's just something that is really difficult for me, I definitely need to think about like okay, what is affecting me here? I need to kind of ask myself some questions, really check in with myself and think, okay, does there need to be a boundary in this situation? Um, That's something that I assess when I'm talking about emotional boundaries. Um, Do you have anything you want to add as far as what you've seen Mm -hmm. um, and gone through, Wendy? Mm -hmm. My emotional boundaries are learning how to, like the boundary for me is learning how to speak up Mm. rather than just shut down. Um, emotionally, I, I am more of a people pleaser, peacekeeper kind of person. So I would not talk about my emotional stuff to make sure that everyone else is okay. Mm. Um, so I've been learning how that it's okay and how to speak up and share my emotional stuff and set my boundary that I am not okay with this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not okay with you saying that to me or mm-hmm. even just invalidating my emotions like that. Yeah. I need you to hear me validate my emotions, things like that. Yeah, that's so good. that's what mm-hmm. I've been learning as far as emotional boundaries. And my boundary is speaking up more for my emotions. Yeah, I think some people's boundaries might be knowing when to temper emotions. Mm-hmm. If someone is very externally emotional to the extreme, yeah. mm-hmm. um, 
knowing when to like dial it back, take more time to listen before you respond, that yes. sort of thing. Yeah. Or take more time to sort through the emotions personally before you react. Reacting and letting everyone else in on yeah. your emotional stuff. Again, I say that with a balance because it you need to let people into your emotional I mean the general public maybe. Mm-hmm. That might be tiny with social media. Yeah. Learning be. how to process your own emotions before displaying it. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the most important thing with emotional, though, is, like, and as we're talking, though, it's important with the all of boundaries is where do you fall on, like, the spectrum of things? Like, are you, mm-hmm. are you, you know, oversharing? Are you undersharing? Are you not sharing at all? Are you, you know, like, overdoing it? Are you not engaging in life at all? You really have to ask yourself questions just to, like, check in and get to know yourself and realize where, where can I go from where I'm starting to what's balanced in my life? What is... Yeah, that that word I always use in counseling. What does balance look like for you? In this? <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to spiritual boundaries mm. and like what those look like in our lives. That's tough too. It's tough to kind of like figure out what spiritual boundaries are. Mm-hmm. It depends on your denomination, or it depends on like what kind of church environment you're in. Or, yeah, yeah. Thinking about it from like a Christian perspective, but it. You know, if you're listening to this and you're not a Christian, it depends on what you view as spiritual boundaries as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so relational and sexual boundaries are really, really big. So big, in fact, that we're going to dive into these in a part two on boundaries. Honestly, we can talk about both of these for like six or seven days straight. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely come back to those. But for now, let's dive more into technical and social media type boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, so I would just say that, like, I, I don't feel like you have to go very far for uh, to find someone who really struggles with not looking at their phone and not being on social media and not getting into arguments on social media mm-hmm. and just <laughs> not absorbing too much on social media. It's just, it's just a lot, and we're inundated with it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think some tech boundaries that I have and have had to put into place... Um, short of like actually deleting Instagram on my phone for a couple of days. Um, when I don't do that, I put like time limits on my phone and like I literally have to see the time limit that it's made my app like, you know, a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. And if I really want to go on the app, I have to like face the consequence <laughs> of like, oh, you're going to have more screen time and your phone's going to tell you you're going to have more screen time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. but that's just one boundary that's been helpful for me because if I'm not doing that, I'm just, I'm more anxious. I'm comparing Mm -hmm. a lot more. Mm -hmm. I'm overwhelmed with what's going on. And again, we're not on limited resources, so we can't be absorbing all the time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and thinking of people that struggle with, um, just negative body image Mm. issues, social media is not your friend. It is toxic as anything. Mm -hmm. You need to set up screen time on your phone. If you have an iPhone, you need to set up, um, time limits on your phone so that you're not just constantly feeding your mind all of this Mm -hmm. negative stuff and just comparing your body to everything everyone else yeah absolutely I follow one influencer on Instagram and I won't name her here she is a she is really big on what you said that like exact phrase um you are not an unlimited resource Mm. and she talks a lot about um more the political governmental history things of the U.S. and 
she keeps saying that over and over again, especially with like the political side of things. Like you do not have to know everything. You do not have to speak up about everything, take a stance on everything, find what you do want to take a stance on and let everything else go mm-hmm. because you are not an unlimited resource yeah. and you were not created to take on the entire world. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. So know when to stop, know when to say no and when to put your phone down, when to turn the TV off. Yeah. Even the newspaper. Oh, no, any, no anything that, that could be like absorbing something or like taking in something uh-huh. like we don't we're not saying be blind to what's going on in the world and we're not saying like don't keep up with events but know your limits with yes. them know what's too much absolutely like, I think I'm even finding if I'm on social media or news stuff I don't actually go to the news too much <laughs> my husband tells me what's going on in the world so he filters it with me but um if I'm on social media too much, I, I notice I lose focus on, like, what's going on around me. Like, it's harder for me sometimes to have conversations with people mm-hmm. or be present with what's going on with my family, even when my phone's not there. So, like, I notice mm-hmm. that can even affect me outside of the digital world. So, some, like, um, other types of boundaries that we've kind of alluded to a little bit is just, we'll just go over it quickly, uh, porous boundaries, you really, you don't have any boundaries. This mm-hmm. is just like, um, I say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. I'm involved with everything. I, I want to make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. And you let everyone into your life. Let yeah. everyone have a say in what mm-hmm. you, who you are, what you do. And everyone yeah. have a piece of you a little bit. Basically, you make yourself Facebook. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> of, like, everyone can say whatever. Everyone can do whatever. Yeah. There, there is no stopping. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rigid boundaries are the exact opposite. They're very rigid. They are the Great Wall of China. You are mm-hmm. you are putting up this wall, and you are not allowing anyone in, mm-hmm. um, and no one can see you. It's just very much like you're not engaged in life. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about like the the doers and the the resters of the world, like this is kind of what um, porous and and rigid boundaries mm-hmm. are kind of getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- what we want for ourselves and what we want for other people is mm-hmm. to step into healthy boundaries. Um, do you guys want to step into what healthy boundaries look like? Yeah, I'd love to hear Wendy's analogy. Yeah, I equate it to a picket fence. So, again, we got no separation whatsoever with the porous boundaries, the Great Wall of China with rigid boundaries. Healthy boundaries look like a picket fence. Um, you have a say about who speaks into your life. Like, what... When I say who speaks into your life, I mean what information you decide to take in and take to heart. Mm -hmm. You get to choose that. Um, You also get to have a say on what you do with your time and resources. So whether that's literally your time, do I go volunteer for four hours today or not? Um, Could be resources. Do I have the money to donate this to someone? Do I have the time and money to drive someone somewhere? You know, the gas money and all that. But yeah, you have a say. You have control over what comes in and what goes out. Mm-hmm. And people are allowed, you allow healthy people to be in and out of mm-hmm. your life, to speak into, and you speak into their lives. And there might be a few unhealthy people that you're speaking into as well, but your boundary is that you know that they might not be good to speak into your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And you recognize that, and that's okay. That's an okay relationship to have. But healthy boundaries means you're aware of that, and you stick to those boundaries. Yeah. Well, I also like with the white picket fence that, like, 
with the Great Wall of China, no one can see into your life. Yeah. Like, there's, like, no engagement. With the White Picket Fence, yeah, mm-hmm. so isolated. Mm-hmm. I mean, Great Wall of China sent a message to people. <laughs> it did. Right? I love it. Right? Um, it was a good defense strategy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great military tactic. Exactly. But, but not necessarily a good relational one. Yeah. <laughs> but with the White Picket Fence, you people can see into your life. Mm-hmm. They not, may not be coming into your lawn and into your house, but they can see into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, there's definitely a little more engagement with that. So does that mean vulnerability? Ooh. That boundaries, healthy boundaries, do they create vulnerability? Mm. Not always, but do they go hand in hand? They do. It offers you guidelines and it allows you to... Um, interpret who is healthy to be vulnerable with Mm -hmm. when you have your boundaries when you've experienced people that are able to respect your boundaries then you can know that this might Mm -hmm. be someone who's safe to be vulnerable with yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely well even just vulnerable of like you know some people might not understand this Mm -hmm. some people might not see this as strength right i am i'm being vulnerable because i don't know how this is going to be portrayed Mm -hmm. um or what other people will perceive but I, I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to care about me mm-hmm. with this and say that I can't take on the world, right? Mm-hmm. And that's actually really healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when are boundaries necessary? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 24-7. All the time. If you're a living human being, <laughs> you need boundaries. Boundaries are necessary now. Yeah. yeah. When you turn this off, go make boundaries. <laughs> um, we want you to. As we're recording this, there have been three specifically... I know there's more, but three very huge global um, current event news things going on. Um, There's an earthquake in Haiti just this past week. I think so. I forget exactly when. Um, We're like, I I forget the numbers now, but I want to say 1,500 people have died. Wow. I could be way off on that. I I haven't been following that one as closely because of my boundaries. Earthquake in Haiti. There is a Hurricane Henry coming up the East Coast that's hitting New York City and some of um, New England, I believe. And then Taliban have just recently taken over Afghanistan. I know as people, as humans, we cannot be fully investing in all of those current events Mm -hmm. because they are three very heavy things. Two natural disasters and a terrorist organization. Yeah. very big deals. And for myself personally, I have been following the events in Afghanistan. That's something that has been really heavy on my heart to intercede for, um, mm. yeah. to be aware of and to, to read into and seek after those news stories. So therefore I have kind of taken a back seat on the events in Haiti and the, the hurricane up in um, New York area. And some I battle feeling like I don't know and I'm not informed and I don't have good information and I'm not aware. But at the same time, I know that if I'm letting those things into my life and into my heart, I'm going to be torn in three different, yeah. <laughs> very big um, ways and can't be invested how God wants me to be with one. Yeah. So we're going to talk later about listening to the Holy Spirit, but that's where I think... Um, I felt my heart drawn to the situation in Afghanistan. So that's, I've kind of taken that up as like, I don't want to say my calling, that feels almost too strong of a word, but just for right now that that's where my focus is going Mm -hmm. to be. 
um, in terms of current events, not in terms of my life, but for me and how I absorb current events, I will focus on the situation in Afghanistan. I'll be praying for them, being aware, um, maybe talking to other people around me about what's going on, making sure they're aware too, as much as they can be. Mm -hmm. Um, but what's going on in Haiti is a little bit further from me mentally and emotionally. I know that I can't, I can't fully absorb all of that information because it's too much. It's too heavy and I I just can't. How do you guys handle current events and the world today as far as boundaries? Yeah, um, it's definitely hard to balance that just because like we care, like we, we want to pray where we can, we want to give financially where we can, but we can't be everything to everyone. It's not possible. So you do have to like pick what is, um, yeah, listening to the Holy Spirit, just like really picking what is um, heaviest on your heart. Using Wendy's example of what's going on in Afghanistan and this hurricane and the earthquake in Haiti, I've been following the hurricane a little bit more because mm-hmm. I have friends and family in New Jersey, mm-hmm. so that really matters to yeah, me, sure. of course, as well as Afghanistan. So it mm-hmm. really depends on um, where you are. Mm-hmm. I like that you said, of course, as, as well as what's in Afghanistan, because Having boundaries doesn't mean that you don't care about yeah. what's going on. Like, of course, Candace cares about the people in Taliban. Of course, her heart is heavy for the people in Haiti. But she knows that she is closer to what's happening with the hurricane. Mm-hmm. That's where her time, energy, and resources should be going. Even though she cares about what's going on with many different areas in the yeah. world, mm-hmm. she knows that she can't care 100% for everything. So she's caring 100% for the hurricane and it was affected by that that's good so i like that you added that like of course i care but my focus is here i would say that i am actually struggling with learning about what this looks like for me with current events Mm. um because for a time um i really had to like bury my hand my head sorry into Mm -hmm. the sand Mm -hmm. um because i just it was too much to go through what I was going through in my personal life Mm -hmm. and too much to then one be a therapist and hear all the the things that we hear in Mm -hmm. in the therapy office and then heal from my own stuff to be like invested in current events and there was Mm -hmm. like a solid six months in like 2020 or 2021 somewhere in there that I was just like oh I didn't hear about that oh Mm -hmm. I didn't know that and I know that bothered some people in my life and they didn't quite get it and that's okay yeah. So right now I'm kind of just navigating what does it look like for me to understand what's going on in the world, to pray about where God's leading me to pray about and not take on too much. And yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. it's, it can be a tightrope sometimes. So mm-hmm. if you're learning that, just know that no one has that perfectly down. Mm-hmm. So I also want to say, I heard you say that you buried your head in the sand. I don't think that that's what you were doing. I think right. you were just setting your boundary that yeah. I know that I cannot hear any of this right now yeah. and I'm going to shut it all down because, and I can relate to that too in, you know, later 2020 into mid 2021, um, there was a lot of stuff going on in our nation over that time. Oh. And I had people that I loved and respected hundred percent who were on very different ends of all of the spectrums <laughs> and I respected and loved all of their opinions and their insight. And it was, it got to the point where if I heard something on the news saying, this is extreme, but if you step outside of your house, you're going to get COVID and die. Mm -hmm. You know, that was kind of one extreme. 
The other extreme was if you're in your house for more than five minutes, you're you're isolating, you're being a recluse, and you're just living out of fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I use the extremes because I don't want to step on any toes here, and I don't think that anyone would have either of those views. Um, but that's kind of what I was hearing, and I found it very easy to get sucked into one of those and be living out of fear mm-hmm. whichever way it was. I think for me, I just I don't ever want to become numb mm-hmm. to the current events of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be apathetic because I know... God's placed compassion in my heart, like you were saying, Candace. Mm-hmm. We care, mm-hmm. but sometimes you have to know when you can't engage as much, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Something that I've found really helpful um, is kind of knowing what sources I'm pulling my mm-hmm. current events from. You can't be watching Fox and CNN <laughs> and NBC and Ugh. every influencer on Instagram. Like, it's just not, <laughs> it's just not going to work. So I like to pick one new source that I get, like, all my big stuff from, and then, like, two really trusted influencers mm-hmm. on Instagram, or, like, something like that, so that I'm not just, like, inundated with all this really stressful information, mm-hmm. but, like, I can pick and choose how much of what I receive. Yeah. So that's been good for me. One that I really like right now is called The Skim, and it literally just heard of that. sends me... I haven't been on it for very long. Um, I haven't found anything wrong or bad about it yet, so I'm still kind of, like... Um, just anticipating just reading it Um, but it skims literally everything into like one or two sentences maybe like a paragraph Mm. at most of like what's going on and it sends me I think a weekly email Um, oh okay that's cool so you're not getting it every day mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed it good yeah Grace where else in our lives are boundaries necessary oh like what I experience the most from people like coming into the therapy office is they want to know how to still love their family Mm -hmm. um but not go crazy (laughs) um and I would Mm -hmm. say that that's the one that's big for me too is just family Mm -hmm. and I think that's it's okay to have boundaries with your family and it's inviting them into your life and not getting sucked into things that can be toxic with family um and you're still loving them when you have boundaries um Mm -hmm. so family is a big one um and it it just it looks different for everyone so you Mm -hmm. have to check in with yourself about what that looks like Yeah. yeah also work you could be saying yes to everything in work and no one would have a problem because they benefit from you yeah. saying yes all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're getting more work than what they're paying you, so yeah. why would they get upset? Absolutely. And it's not because they're trying to be jerks all the time. It's mm-hmm. just because they're not the ones that are there to set boundaries for you. That's yeah. that's mm-hmm. you getting to say, no, I can't commit to that. No, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can do that here, but I can't do that this day you know Mm -hmm. um so really work is a big one and it's so you can say no to some things maybe have more time with your family at home or Mm -hmm. with your friends so you're not just consumed with being a productivity machine at work oh yeah or even saying no to some things at work so that you can fully invest in other projects at work absolutely Mm -hmm. and put your all into that we kind of just say that boundaries are important all the time. So <laughs> you step outside of your door, you kind of just, you're going to be making some boundaries whether you realize it or not. Yeah. Um, you want that person to talk to you for two hours at the grocery store? Probably not. <laughs> no. So it's okay to say no. Are boundaries hard? 
Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why, Why do we be so talking hard? about them if people didn't struggle with <laughs> Yeah. It's just, I think it's just hard for a lot of people to say no, or mm-hmm. they don't want to appear weak, or mm-hmm. they don't want people to think less of them. You know, it's just all about this maybe image sometimes that we have. Image is a big word, mm-hmm. I think, in this boundary situation. Mm-hmm. Um, as Christians, I know that we struggle a lot with boundaries, especially kind of like what Grace was saying as far as the image. Like, we want to be seen as helpful and we want to be seen mm-hmm. as giving and all of this. Um, and we almost adopt this idea of to be a good Christian, I need to not have boundaries and just like be everything to everyone and be in every ministry and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah. I get really excited when people, when clients come into my office and kind of have that kind of perspective that, well, you know, I help out at church and I, I work, work at this ministry and I do that. And, you know, it's all really good things and God's really working through them. And, but my marriage is really struggling. So, uh. so then we, we go into, okay, well, what's it like to have boundaries at church with your ministries? Well, but it, it often comes back to God told me to, or Jesus Jesus would do this, or it's a good, you know, people are, people are coming to know the Lord through this ministry. Yeah. And it's really good. So I, I get kind of excited when I hear that because I always take them back to, in the New Testament, I don't have exact references. I have looked it up before, so I know it's biblical, but I can't quote it to you right now. Jesus himself, who is a hundred percent God and a hundred percent man, um, he could have chose to operate in his deity and just been ministering 24 seven because there were enough people to fill up his time 24 seven for his entire life of ministry, not just those three years of his ministry. Yeah. He definitely had the work. The opportunity was there. The need was there. Yeah. The need was great. What did he do instead? <laughs> he took time away. He mm-hmm. said numerous times throughout the new Testament I am going away with my father to be with my father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he would separate himself from the crowds, from the multitudes that needed healing. Yeah. He'd go out on a boat somewhere in the middle of the storm, or he'd walk away into the mountainside just to be with the father. Yeah. That always took out to me because if Jesus, who is God, still chose to embrace his humanity and live out of his humanity to show us that we need time, as people, as humans, we need time away. Mm-hmm. That must be pretty powerful, I think, then. Yeah. It must be important because he could have, I can't emphasize this enough, he could have chosen to work in his godness and just ministered and done ministry all the time. But instead he's like, no, I want to show them, I want to show humans how to rest, how to pull away, how to have boundaries, how to say no. Yeah. Um, how to connect with the Father. How I mean, to connect with the Father. Because you could be exactly. doing all these things for church, but do you mm-hmm. have that communion with God? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also his disciples. He yeah. connected with his people because he needed that time to fill up. Yeah. And he really modeled that for us. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to be like Christ. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to be a Jesus follower be a Christian, <laughs> that means taking some time to rest and have boundaries. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. 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 So. so if you are a Christian, listen to this. If you're struggling with boundaries because the things that you are saying yes to are really good things, godly things, Jesus things, and Jesus is working through you and using you, I don't doubt that. Yeah. And that's not bad, but... <laughs> Make sure you have time away from mm-hmm. your ministries, from your 
um, pouring yourself out so that you can be poured into either by your family or friends or just the Lord himself. Yeah. Um, well, and I would, you need that. Absolutely. I would even add to that too, because something, I think it's in first Titus or second Titus. I'm not sure. Are Or Timothy. Sorry. Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, there aren't two Tituses. Sorry. Yeah. It's somewhere in one of those books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really bad at remembering where it is, but, um, think it says for it's talking about specifically elders but i think i think this can apply to a lot of leaders or people who are volunteering and leading things in church Mm. it says to be above reproach in Mm. your your household Mm -hmm. um yeah i think that's in second titus okay Mm -hmm. is that second timothy or second titus (laughs) guys no i thought it was titus chapter two Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, so you got the two. I got, yeah. Numbers aren't my thing. (laughs) Uh, Emotions are my thing. (laughs) Numbers aren't. But yeah, so it's talking about being above reproach. Mm. And like, you can be doing all these things and impacting so many people in the church, but what's happening with your family? Mm -hmm. Are you feeling connected with your family? So many times we sit with families that are so heavily involved in the church and they hate each other or mm-hmm. they're really hurt or like there's just a lot of conflicts and tension going on mm-hmm. um and there's like stuff that's happening with the kids and so we really have to be mindful of like your first ministry is your family too mm-hmm. so i would just add that um to some of what we're saying so how do christians develop boundaries i always like to think of the story of lazarus i feel like we always focus on like the end the part where like jesus shows up and he's raised from the dead and it's great but in the middle there there was a time that someone sent word to jesus that Lazarus was sick and he was dying and it was super, super serious. But Jesus stayed where he was for like a couple days. Yeah. I don't remember how many days exactly, but it was like, yeah, days at a time. He was buried. Yeah. Yeah. Enough for him to pass away and be buried. Yeah. He missed the funeral. Like he wasn't, he wasn't there during that time. Um, And I think that's something that Christians really need to remember. Like, Jesus didn't just stay there because he wanted to or because he didn't care. (laughs) He wasn't being a jerk. (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't being a jerk. He stayed there because, like, he knew that his Father in Heaven was calling him to stay in this space. Um, He knew that, like, God didn't, like, miss Lazarus. Like, that he knew Mm. how the story was going to end. But he also understood that he was called to be this one thing in this one season. Mm. And that he was going to do his Lazarus miracle later. Also, later somewhere in the scriptures, Mm. the apostles mention that there's a lot more miracles that happened just, like, throughout the New Testament than what they actually said and I don't know I think Mm. that some of those miracles could have happened during these couple of days when Jesus wasn't there to bring Lazarus back from the dead who knows what miracles happened then that ended up leading to our own salvation Mm -hmm. like Jesus was doing what he was called to do Mm. in that time and I feel like we can really learn from that when we're Mm -hmm. setting our own boundaries what are you called to do right now today in this Mm -hmm. very hour and set your boundaries especially thinking of work um based Mm -hmm. on that Would you like to go to practical steps then for us to set some boundaries? So define your values early. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've mentioned in previous episodes that I work a lot with teenagers, mostly teenage girls, and Mm -hmm. the day that we start talking about relationships and dating and friendships, (laughs) we start talking about values and like what is important to you because your values will define your boundaries. Like Mm -hmm. it's just going to show through that. So if you value your family, that's going to show through your time boundaries. Are you going to be out working forever or are you 
you going to make sure that you're home for dinner to be able to have that community? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, define your value super early. Um, did you guys want to add to that one at all? or? Well, I would just say if you're not living in accordance to your values, like, you're going to be boundaryless. And oh, yeah. you're going to be mm -hmm. stressed. So, like, it's really good to be mindful about what are your values, what do you think is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then treat yourself the way that you would treat a sibling or a really close friend or basically someone that you love. I say this with the idea of when we live boundary less. Like if you saw a friend burning themselves out, mm. constantly doing a million different things, almost losing themselves in all this different stuff, would you be okay with that? Would you encourage them to sit down and get a cup of coffee and watch TV just so that they can rest mm. for a while? Mm -hmm. If you would do that for a friend, you got to be willing to do that. Mm -hmm. for yourself so Absolutely. definitely like treat yourself the way that you would treat someone you love and then when you are communicating your boundaries with friends or family or co-workers make sure you say it with honesty kindness and self-respect mm -hmm. if you are ever with me in session you will hear me say those three words over and over and over again mm -hmm. um, because they are so important in the it's way that we words. communicate yeah. um, with the people around us be honest about what your boundaries are um, if you aren't honest at that time mm -hmm. you gotta make sure you're honest later because it will be um, an issue yeah. um, make sure you're kind you're setting this boundary because this is someone that you want to be able to continue the relationship with yeah. so don't be attacking make sure that you're kind in what you're saying and then also respect yourself practice that self-respect set mm -hmm. those boundaries be firm in those boundaries and make sure they're things that really reflect your values yeah absolutely i think for us as christians too and we have to be listening to the holy spirit and what i mean by that is very much discern what is and isn't yours very much think about um, you know, what is, what am I called to biblically in a lot of these situations? Um, and I think for me, um, something I love talking to about people is that there were ways that my, my mental illness, my OCD, um, like hijacked the voice of the Holy Spirit. And it was very obsessive and it was very compulsive. And that's just not who God is. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't play games and he's not a taskmaster. Um, and he's not so disappointed with you if you don't do a million things because he hasn't called you to a million things. Candace, how can we remember boundaries in the moment we can get into the moment of setting a boundary with someone and it's like scary and it'd yeah. be normal for everything that we just said to like fly out the window <laughs> so if you can remember just a couple of these things in the moment i think that would be really helpful so first their happiness is not your responsibility mm -hmm. you cannot take responsibility for anybody else's emotions Preach. no matter what <laughs> it is so good know that if Amen. nothing Hallelujah. else <laughs> It is not your responsibility to anticipate someone else's needs yeah. either. Um, if you mm -hmm. have set some sort of boundary and they are acting some sort of way and they aren't communicating with you, done. That yeah. is immediately on them. They yeah. need to be able to communicate their needs to you the same way that you just communicated your needs to them. Yeah. Important. Number three is that your values are more important than other people's opinions, especially in the world today, probably in the world always. There's just so many 
um, opinions and yeah. thoughts just really flying around. Um, and if we allow ourselves to be pulled by whatever is on Instagram today in this hour, we can never have any values. So we can never set any boundaries. And then life kind of falls apart yeah. from there. So it is so important to make sure that you remember that your values are so much more important than the opinions of others. Mm-hmm. So lastly, a good thing to remember in the moment, um, and I'll definitely um, flesh this out with you guys, um, a good thing to remember is that the unhealthiest person will protest the loudest when you set a boundary. (laughs) So the idea behind that is if you tell someone that you can't do this specific thing because this is your time to read a book or go grocery shopping or take care of your life, and they push back and they want to know why and they try to make you read rearrange your whole life Mm -hmm. that is an unhealthy thing to do we want people who will respect our boundaries so when you find someone who refuses to respect your boundaries um even further than that refuses to listen to you that Mm -hmm. is that is an unhealthy trait they might not mean to be unhealthy they may not mean to be um hurtful towards you but again like their frustration with your boundaries is not your responsibility we have some people um that we really love that we think are really helpful just the way that they talk about boundaries um and just want to give you guys some of those names you can follow them on social media or get their books um the first one is Nedra Glover Tawab she's a therapist she's on um social media um I'm actually blanking on her book right now but if you look her up and we can put probably in the show notes we can put them put that in there um can you spell her name for us? At least the last name. Yeah. T-A-W-W-A-B. Okay. Um, it's Nedra Glover Tawab. And I might not even be saying her last name the right way, so I'm really <laughs> sorry, Nedra. Um, and then the next one, I really love this person. She's actually a Christian therapist, or she's a doctor um, in psychology. And she has some really great information on boundaries in, in, in the church um, so Dr. Allison Cook, she's on Facebook and social media, and she has lots of books out, so you can go follow her or get her book. Um, and then The Best Yes, that's Lisa Turkis. Turkis. Yeah, I'll let you explain that one. Yeah, that is... Yeah, The Best Yes is a book by Lisa Turkhurst. I recommend everything that she has ever written in her entire life, though. (laughs) She's an amazing author. This book in particular talks about um, the importance of remembering that everything that you say yes to means you're saying no to something else. Mm -hmm. So she really fleshes out that idea, and she kind of helps you learn how to make the best yes in life. Well, guys, that has been a lot of information about boundaries. Mm -hmm. Digest this at your own pace. Um, yeah, like I keep saying, take some time to process it. But thank you so much for listening. We hope that it's been helpful to you and your life and what you need to say no to and what you need to say yes to. Um, and we will be back talking about boundaries at some point. We want to go over more of those relational sexual boundaries and maybe some other things. We don't know yet. But um, yeah, so that's been us. We will see you next time. 